I've been playing outdoors since I was a kid, standing by the front door at around two years old, hollering, side, side, trying to get my mom to let me go play outside. Now, after 30 plus years working in the outdoor business, I'm dropping insider conversations every week with brand leaders, guides, marketers, CEOs, and others that make the outdoor business a trillion dollar juggernaut that drives product innovation, revenue, and public policy for everything outdoors. I'm Rick Says. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. the Miles to Memories podcast. Our normal host, Sean, is off on a private island, did not invite Mark and myself. Uh, we are both very sad. Mark, how broken up are you that uh, you're not hanging out with the mosquitoes this week? I mean, I got uh, I got to do a colonoscopy instead. So am I winning? Is that a winner? <laughs> I think I think if you look at the drugs. definition... That's, that's the good stuff. <laughs> I think if you look up the definition <laughs> of winning... We'll just Dude, say I thought you said you weren't even 40 yet. Why are you we'll getting just, colonoscopy we'll, for? Well, uh, we'll just say I got to take sick drugs last week. So I win. Now you make me feel like I'm behind. Like, you know, I'm older than you. I haven't gotten a colonoscopy yet. I, I think I got oh, that. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, uh, it's a prostate exam. I'm supposed to start. <laughs> I can't, I can't no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know, you might be like a diamond with a Hilton or whatever. I'm diamond colonoscopies. I've, I've been getting them since I was 20 because of a condition I have. So. I'm sure nobody tuned in to listen to that, but uh, yeah. So you know, I'm a pro. So <laughs> yeah. when you when so, you when you're ready for yours, you just let me know. I'll give you all the tips. Please do, please do. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome to this episode of Old Man Chat to uh, balance it out because no one wants to hear about this for 45 minutes. We've brought on the very not an old man Bethany Walsh to come back and fill in Sean's seat. Always uh, brings up the class in this joint. So thank you for classing it up with us today, Bethany. Welcome back to the podcast. It is my pleasure. Uh, I am also behind on my prostate exam. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> <Yes>. a little. <laughs> everybody, everybody needs their prostate checked. Something else I want to, but I may not cut out. Just uh, I am operating on very little sleep. Women do not have prostates, right? Yeah, right. That's why I said it. Okay. <laughs> it, was my, it was my lame attempt at a bad dad joke. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on my lack of sleep because you know theoretically <laughs> I teach science, but I was like I was unsure of that for like a split second there. I was like, I, I thought. Hopefully, you don't teach the biology fall. section. I do not teach yeah, right? biology. Yeah. I felt yeah. like my joke fell a little short, and I was like, uh, that was a little. Well, funny, it was like. Guys. It was like my ovaries were tingling and was like, does she have a prostate? So, you know. Yes. Well, Bethany, welcome back. It's been a while since we've talked to you. Please, if you haven't listened to it yet, check out the MTM Vegas episode where they talked about uh, visiting Las Vegas uh, with Bethany. You had a lot of fun out there. You know, I think that's an understatement. Understatement of the year. Yeah. We always have fun, though, when we're together. So. But yeah, so if you, Taco Bell weddings, poop on seats. There's a whole lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So if you want to hear about Bethany's Taco Bell wedding, you should definitely check it out. Actually, Mark, I don't remember. Was that on the podcast or on the YouTube video? Uh, both. both. It, yeah, it was both. Uh, so it was the live stream. You can check it out on YouTube or listen to it was one of the podcast episodes as well. Congrats to you, Bethany. Um, Thank you, know, you. Thank you. I feel like Taco Bell wedding, it sounded like a, a perfect nuptial uh, you know, I don't know if nuptial is singular, but uh, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Not an English teacher either, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, congrats to you and welcome back. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. So She's not wearing her uh, Taco Bell bride t-shirt. I'm a little upset about that. Yeah, yeah not today. Wearing... I think it ripped already. 
Oh, sounds like Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're always ripping it after a Taco Bell, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that one, hey, that one landed up high. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Joe, I uh, I got to bring up that, you know, I went to a Lions game and, and they make the Jets look good. It was so pitiful and sad to watch. And I don't know why anybody spends money to watch that team. Garbage, trash. It was the most boring football game I've ever uh, witnessed. And I got to do it in real life. That was my weekend highlight right there. Last team without a win, right? Yes. We're going to be winless all year. There you go. We're going to be the first franchise to 0-16. Well, we'll be the first 0-17, right? Noah, <laughs> Noah, and no Trevor Lawrence at the end of the tunnel. So uh, I, I'm sorry for you. Okay. Banter section officially over. Oh, and the Jets didn't lose last week because they didn't play. Congratulations. All right. So we are going to be talking about a few things today. Before we get to that, we just want to remind you, if you're enjoying the podcast, maybe not the last five minutes, but in general, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. We also really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. And uh, if you ever have questions, you know, send us an email, podcast at milestomemories.com, and we can cover them on the podcast. So today we're going to start off with our biggest travel mistakes. Mark, you want to set this up for us? Yeah, Benji wrote uh, about a travel mistake. We're all a little rusty with travel these days. We don't, we're not doing it as much. And, you know, normally you have like your systems down, you're you're ready to go. Normally I have like a bag pack, a go bag, just in case something pops up that I need to do last minute. Well, I don't know if Benji has a go bag, but he definitely forgot his bag uh, on his recent trip, which... He didn't realize until a couple hours into the road trip uh, when his wife texted him and said, hey, is your bag supposed to be here? So I thought that was kind of funny and something uh, we've all done. Well, we've all done something stupid while traveling. So figured it'd be a fun topic to to share our mishaps and and display them for the whole world to see. So, Bethany, I know you're like queen of travel mishaps. So what what's your your number one or two go to's? Oh my God. Uh, I am literally the queen of travel mistakes. They always seem to happen when I'm alone or when I'm in front of like a huge group and all eyes are on me. So I'm going to go with my maybe two biggest, which first was in the same vein as Benji, was leaving my entire large suitcase from Europe on the luggage belt and getting three stops from home on the Long Island Railroad before I realized that I left it there. Like, how do you leave the airport without your giant suitcase? <laughs> I wonder, like, I've, I found myself, I almost walked off the plane without grabbing mine, because I never, I usually do quick trips when I'm doing a backpack. So I had my backpack, and I forgot that I had, you know, I had checked bag because I was bringing beer back from Maryland. So I almost just went to my car and didn't go down to the belt because I never checked luggage. So I could totally see it happening. Okay, I always check luggage. So for me, it was just a big no-no. That's why we'll never fly together. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can totally see it happening too. My memory is not working as well. I'll have a different travel story later. But, you know, sometimes if your normal routine is thrown off, I was getting gas the other day and I ended up going into the store to get something. And then I came out. And then as I was driving away, this dude who was next to my car just started like yelling at me and he was like screaming at me. And I was like, you know, I had my tunes going, so I didn't hear what he was screaming. But as I was pulling out from the gas station, I was like, oh, crap, I didn't take the pump out of my car. That's why this dude was screaming at me. So I turned around, drove back with the pump, like dragging along behind me, you know, hat in hand. And Oh, you ripped it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I ripped that thing clean off. Did they make you pay for it? 
They did not make me pay for it. I, I talked to the guy. I mean, it was some kid. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. So, you know, I could totally imagine forgetting my bag. Just you, you throw off your routine by a little bit and then uh, you can forget these things. By the way, the uh, entire gas station did not explode because I am here still today to tell the story so i guess nobody I guess was they smoking thought that... to flip a cigarette which doesn't work in real life except for in the movies uh on the gas trail yeah they were not having a freak gasoline fight like in zoolander and so everything was okay but yeah i can totally imagine uh forgetting your bag what's what's your travel story mark yeah so the first one is uh, you know we went to vegas when we were 23 young stupid kids and we went for a timeshare thing like blue green resorts was had an offer when we were in cabela's or something like that you know hey do you want to go to vegas for 100 bucks you just have to go to this presentation we're like cool yeah we'll do that so we had it booked and we walk in first day we land we get we get there and uh, you know they always have the people selling timeshare things like in every casino we walk by the guy's like hey do you want two free show tickets and a hundred dollar dinner credit i was like that sounds good he's like you just have to pay 40 bucks and ride on this bus and go walk around a property and it didn't like dawn on me that this is the second one for some reason and I thought, oh, cool, I'll go check out a property. That'd be, you know, whatever. And then, uh, so we pay the 40 bucks and, and you get that money back. When you get back, I guess that's just to lock you in so you don't skip your appointment or whatever. And it was like happening right then. So he's like, all right, let's go to the bus right now. I'm like, okay. So we get on the bus and they're like, yeah, you're going to be here for like two, two and a half hours. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought this was going to be like a 30 minute. <laughs> we thought it was going to be like a 30 minute thing. And uh, we get to the end and they tell us that. And I was like, yeah, uh, I want out. Like, can we can we get out of this and they're like well yeah you could do it at a different day and i was like no i just don't want to do it at all and they're like uh we've never had this really happen before they're like you're not going to get your 40 dollars back and i was like you know what i'll just call it a gambling loss don't don't worry about it so we rode we got back right back on the bus and rode it back just us and the bus driver back to the uh, the hotel and then uh never went back again so yeah that was pretty stupid i feel like that's a win you didn't have to sit through the presentation it only cost you 40 dollars <laughs> Like, yeah, but I should have never. No, this was a secondary presentation oh, that yes. they got me with a second one. So we still went to the Blue Green Resorts one later on, uh, like uh, two days later. But this was like, hey, come to this different. Like, let's say it's uh, a Hilton one. We'll give you two hundred dollars and uh, food and show tickets and stuff. So we got sucked into a second one, and then I paid forty dollars to get out of it. <laughs> forty dollars not too bad. You've been to a lot of these timeshare presentations. Do you ever do you like what what makes a good time per, timeshare presentation for you? Good question. Yeah, I, th I find it when it's like the end of the day, they're less willing to kind of hammer you down. So they'll just kind of run through it quicker. And if you're just up front, like say no, 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 no. Usually just be like, dude, you're just going to waste your time. So the last one I went to, I was going to write about it. So I asked a whole bunch of questions and I was really interested in the program. And that to them was like, oh, we got this guy hook, line, and sinker. So we were, there, we were the last ones to leave. And my wife was so mad. And our kids were like in this little area that they watch them. And uh, we go there and they're just sitting in this sad room with this one old lady, like coloring and watching cartoons. They're like, everybody else left. What were you guys doing? So wow, I finally the old lady say, was coloring. What were your kids doing, though? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so like at the end, the guy's like, well, then, you know, what? what brings you in here? I was like, well, I want to write about it. So I was trying to get as much info as possible. He's like, Oh, okay, fine. Go get your kids. <laughs> he felt used. He felt used. Yeah. He felt like uh, he does to all the people that's, you know? Yeah. Um, so my story in general, I'm always leaving stuff in the terminal. So I guess the opposite of Bethany, it's not, I, I actually feel like leaving your luggage at the airport, your home airport, 
is much better than leaving your luggage when you're at your destination. Um, but I'm always leaving stuff in the terminal itself, like as I'm getting on the plane. So there's like plenty of times where I'm, and I'm always like, I'm not, I'm just not sure. Like, did I bring, did I bring my bag? Like, did I put it in the overhead or like, where is it? And so the most memorable one, I may have talked about this very early on in the podcast, but my wife and I went to Bora Bora when our daughter turned one. It was like our first trip, just the two of us. And we had to, you, you have to take one of those propeller planes from the main Tahiti airport to Bora Bora. And I left our bag with like our camera in it and all our stuff in the terminal. And it's one of those island terminals so like we walked out to the plane and stuff like that so i had to literally sprint across the tarmac to the terminal grab my bag and then sprint back with it luckily since we were they were on island time they let me do this and my wife is just looking at watching me like through the window of the plane and just so embarrassed for me and i was so embarrassed for myself (laughs) she's like i don't know that guy he's just happened to have the seat next to me i really don't know him Yes, this random stranger who has to sit next to me. So that was probably the closest. Well, actually, there's plenty of times where we actually lost stuff, but that's the time the closest call, and honestly, the most embarrassing one because I I was you know running across the tarmac with like hundreds of people watching me, so um, I could have lived without that. But you know, kept the camera, even though nowadays who even has a camera? <laughs> and we, we all we friends. all know how Joe sweats just sitting in a room. So I could only imagine how drenched he was at the end of this. <laughs> Exactly. We're in the tropics. I'm running. Yeah. My wife's like, my wife's like, I don't know this guy and I don't know what this smell is. Yeah. That's exactly what she said. To the entire plane. <laughs> all right. So if you have good travel mistake stories, we'd love to hear them. Let us know. We will have all of the places to find us, but you know, easiest thing to do tweet at miles to memories. Uh, let us know what is your craziest travel fail that you remember. All right. Moving on American express. They went through a culling last week. What happens after a culling? You always introduce new benefits. So new benefits for the American Express Business Platinum. Mark, tell us about them. Yeah, you got to rub that salt in the wound, right? You know, just uh, dig it in a little bit. Yeah, so, uh, and, you know, the MX Platinum, the personal card got refreshed a couple months ago. So there was always rumors that the business platinum was next. We didn't know what was going to happen. Was going to be useless stuff like Walmart Plus and a bike credit that nobody can use or that wants to buy a soul cycle type of thing. But no, uh, Amex Platinum, the, for the business card, they actually came out with some some useful stuff. So the credit is uh, you get $200 uh, twice a year for Dell instead of the $100 before. So that doubled. You get an Indeed statement credit, which is used for hiring and recruiting purposes. Adobe statement credit, which is a little bit more restricted than I would have hoped. Uh, so, But if you use those certain things, you get $150 a year for that. So that's some savings if you use it. And then there's a wireless credit, $10 per month. It's not as restricted as the streaming credit on the personal card. You know, basically any main uh, carrier will will work for that. So that's good. And then you also get a free clear membership, which if you don't get it from the personal card, $179 a year. There you go. That's, uh, you know, I love clear. It's been a lifesaver the few times I've had to use it lately. So those are all good. The annual fee is going from $595 to $695. So you're getting... Several hundred dollars worth of stuff. It's only going up $100, which is less of an increase than the personal card, although the business card was already higher. So I don't know. Miss uh, 7 Amex Platinums, what do you think of the changes, Bethany? I am like so ready to dump Amex because first of all, the Dell thing I can definitely appreciate. I like that it's 200 and then 
there's often ways to like stack that with another Amex offer. Like right now on one of my business platinums, I have 10% up to 1500 or something. So, you know, I'll be able to spend what, like 220 each time. Is that right? And get that back. Um, yep. But what I can't deal with is like giving me a $10 credit. Like I already have cell phone credits on five different Amex cards. So like now I just have to add another one to the mix, make 10 different payments every free, like every month. It's too much. And then the Adobe credit is, in, is ridiculous. So I use Adobe and I was like really excited about that one. And then all of a sudden I'm reading it and I'm like, hold on a second. It's like on a uh, membership that's over $300 a year. So now people who aren't already using it would have to spend $150. It's like typical Amex. Like here's $150 in credits, but you have to buy a $3,000 bike. So yay. <laughs> and you can buy 18 of them or whatever, which I thought was the weirdest oh stipulation God. ever. I like, was like 100%. Unless you're opening. Yep. The person who's best you're opening friend a soul decides, cycle thing. Yep. Yeah. That the person whose best friend decides what the credits are runs a soul cycle or is opening a soul cycle. And they were like, you know what? Let me do this for you. They're just encouraging <laughs> you to open a new soul cycle gym in your yeah, neighborhood. You know, pretty much. you are the soul cycle. Yeah. So I'm not like thrilled. I mean, I can use it, but I'm definitely only keeping one for the 35% rebate after all is said and done. I mean, I definitely feel like compared to the additions quote unquote for the personal platinum and the annual fee raise there i think this business platinum looks better but i'm not sure if it just looks better in comparison to that one and overall it's still i don't know not that amazing i mean the coupon book is getting more expensive and i'm not sure the coupons are worth it truth i do like that they you know continued with what they had you know it would have been better on the personal platinum if they added to the dining credit they already had. And just, you know, instead of creating all this new stuff, like just give us double Uber credit or whatever. And that's what they did here. And it actually makes sense. You know, Walmart plus doesn't make sense for a premium high end card, but you know, a Dell credit or Adobe credit that, that makes sense for a business platinum card. So I do like it. If I was going to keep one or the other, I would probably keep the business platinum. I think the credits are easier to use. And I also think, you know, with the 35% rebate back, you're getting a better deal there. Now, if you cash out points, you might lean towards the, the Schwab Platinum. But with that degrading down to 1.1 cents, I think people are less on board with that versus the 1.2 cents. So if you keep one or the other, which one would you guys keep, business or personal? Business, for sure. I agree. Yeah, I think business still, even though the annual fee is a little more overall, I still think you get more value out of all of it. So. Yeah, I would take business as well. All right, so that's Business Platinum and what's going on with that. Now, going back to the original theme of this episode, uh, Grumpy Old Men. Speaking of Grumpy Old Men, Benji wrote an article, boom, about travel-related grievances. What drives him nuts when he's traveling? You know, we've mentioned this a couple times. Now that we're starting to travel again, not only are we reminded of the things about travel that really kind of annoy us, but also there are new things that are happening that annoy us just because... The travel industry isn't used to it. So what are some of the uh, things that drives Benji nuts, Mark? And then we'll talk about some of the things that drive us nuts during travel as well. Yeah, so it's funny. This started in like our work slack. He was on a trip, which he wrote a review about the Intercontinental outside of D.C. that he was staying at. And he brings it up in our thing. He's like, oh, there's people with their luggage at breakfast. Man, that's the worst. And we're all like, what? What? That's the weirdest <laughs> grievance I've ever heard. Like, what do you want them to go back to their room to get their luggage? Like, are they being lazy? Cause they're just trying to grab the breakfast as they go out. And, you know, 
Benji's all about saving money and, and retiring early and fire and all that. So I thought he would celebrate them, you know, squeezing in the breakfast when they probably don't have enough time. But <laughs> that was one of his ones, which I found interesting. I've never heard that one before. Uh, some of his other ones are pretty uh, normal pajamas at ho hotel breakfast people. And uh, we shared this in the Facebook group and uh, had everybody throw in their own ones. And people uh, wearing pajamas on the airplanes was another big one. And not like the airline pajamas, but just wearing their juicy pants and, you know, flannel pants getting on the plane uh, is one that annoys people. So I get that airline gate boarding, uh, as they're called, lice people that just hang around the gate when they're like zone four and they're boarding first class. They just stand up there like they're ready to pounce, which I always find interesting. Uh, and the passing lane is all mine, people, which is for road trips. You know, left lane, left hand, left side lane is usually used just for passing, but people will just kind of stroll in it and stay there when they shouldn't. Another one is slick southwest leading, seating people. You know, they play games to kind of block a, a seat and everything like that. So what are some of your weird pet peeves that you guys have? So my number one pet peeve has started recently. It's people who are not traveling or who are traveling and are posting on social media things that annoy them that other people are doing. Does that make sense? So like somebody so kind of what we're doing a here. picture. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's the sh it's the shaming that bothers you. It's it's not the shaming. It's that people have so little going on in their lives that they are so worried about what other people are doing. Like if you were just enjoying your own trip and making your own way, right? You wouldn't be so worried about somebody who's wearing pajamas on an airplane. I just don't understand it. So that is my, like what we are doing right now is my number one most yes. hugest <laughs> annoyance. I mean, I don't mind talking about it because there are definitely things that annoy me. But I'm not going to sit there and like worry about it or like ever talk about it to a group of people, except for obviously right now. <laughs> but those those are the things that blow up on Twitter and Instagram and everything. That's why people keep doing them. I feel like, you know, like they write news articles about this, like local news will pick it up and make it a big story. It's crazy how much it's become. So I think everybody it's become more prevalent the last few years because everybody's just trying to, you know, go viral. And this is a way to do it, which is it is sad. But, you know, it also. Hopefully it gets people to stop doing stuff, which it doesn't work. So no way. Know. But I will say gate lice is a very close second because I cannot deal with that. I mean, like, especially it happens to me all the time, I think, because people just assume that, you know, because first class cabins are are because you're wearing pajamas on the plane. No, I I usually wear jeans. I usually wear jeans, but I have no issue with pajamas. Stretch and I have pajama no jeans. Like... <laughs> oh, for sure. They're super stretchy. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. And Express has these new jeans that uh, are up to four sizes in one pair. So those are like definitely going to be my new go-to. There you go. It always yeah. makes you feel good. That you're like, I'm definitely the low end of these sizes. Absolutely. Always. I always, sure. I always had the impression, Bethany, when you roll up to the gate that the C's part like the Red Sea and, you know, you and your entourage just go on through, you're wearing sunglasses and you just get straight onto the plane. <laughs> I'm, you're blowing my mind here with uh, what actually happens. No, you'd be shocked that every dude thinks that they're in first class and I am not. Unless I'm with Steve. <laughs> I, do then, I, do yeah. <laughs> I do love that um, when you're like... First of all, I am not, I'm not shocked, okay? <laughs> I live in America, but uh, yeah, that I, I hear that. I do love when you like get up, like, you know, the a few times that we've done first class with uh, with our kids even if it's like spirit big front seat and they're like, you're boarding early or whatever. And they're, they look at you like, no, they're boarding first class. And it's like, yeah, scan my ticket. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me through here. So that is funny. 
one of my big ones is people that rush to get off the plane like you know as soon as the the ding goes off they take their belt off they grab their bag and they try to like get ahead a couple rows and i'm like where are you going man you're still gonna be standing here for 10 minutes while they bring the bridge over and open up and do all the checks and all that stuff and it was so bad once and it, it was on spirit we were doing the big front seat and we were in like the second row and like at least eight people just kept walking by you know as it was our turn to exit and me and my son were on one side and my wife and my daughter were on the other side. So they just kept blowing through. Like as I'm trying to reach up to grab my bag. So finally, like I just stood out in the middle and put both hands on the seats and stood there and let all my wife, my wife and kids get all their stuff out and leave and made everybody stand behind me. And I was like, if you want to get off early, then pay for the seat, you know, like it's 50 bucks. If that's big to you, pay the 50 bucks. I don't, I don't know. It just drives me crazy. It's so inconsiderate. Just wait until it's your turn in your row. I'm surprised that you don't do that anyway. The first thing I do is get in the aisle so that nobody behind me is getting in front of me. <laughs> I was, yeah. There are people that like stand up and I, I get that like you want to stretch or whatever. But I just feel like, I don't know. I always just sit there and wait until it's my turn because I feel awkward just standing there like, does somebody else need to stand up and stretch your legs? Am I in the way of them? You know, the person across from me or, nope, or whatever. And yeah, so I, I don't. Mark, Mark, Bethany expands her pants to the fourth size and then stands in the aisle so no she one does squats she does squats <laughs> doesn't get the blood flow okay you just you go to max size on your pants and you stand in the oh, aisle then no one can get she, past you she does you block do, everyone block everyone out she does do chair squats while listening to presentations i've witnessed this live so i wouldn't be surprised if that's what she's doing in the aisle that's called efficiency bro understand thank you, <laughs> thank you. max okay. efficiency Okay, we got to take advantage of this Zoom life, all right? If we're still going to be on Zoom, you know, you can do two things at once. Uh, my kind of pet peeve I have even with myself, I think we've, we've said it many times, but in general, you know, customer service reps, they're just doing their job. And I think a lot of times when we're flustered and we're having travel issues, it's easy for us as the travelers to cop attitudes with the customer service people. Not even do you know who I am stuff, but just it's very easy when you're upset that things are going wrong to just be rude to the frontline representative that you're talking to. And normally that frontline representative, uh, it's not their issue. And so it's a pet peeve. I hate when I see other people doing it. I hate even more when I do it. And then later I reflect that like I was a real jerk to that person and I didn't need to be. Sometimes as things get resolved, if I was a jerk originally and I've calmed down, like I, you know, I, it's good to apologize and admit. Like when you, you know, rip a pump moment, off a, a gas station. Well, that, I mean, I was really mad. You were a jerk. Okay. The, they didn't, they didn't have Doritos in, they didn't have the Doritos. Okay. I had to rip that. I just Hulk smash that pump. No, but if you can, in the moment, apologize, I think it would still mean more to those uh, CS reps. If you've uh, calmed down, I think a corollary to that is most of the time it is the traveler, the consumer that is out of line, but sometimes you'll also meet those frontline reps who are on a little bit of a power trip. We've talked about that in on this podcast before. And so that's my corollary. I think first we should examine, you know, our own behavior, but sometimes the C the CSRs are out of line and they kind of go power trippy on you. They'll tell you that like no flight is available when you see it on your phone, even if you're like telling them like politely. So uh, you know, those are the two things that or kind of bother at me. the hotel. Uh, they're yes. all sold out. Uh, really, I could book like six of them right now. <laughs> yeah. I know you're yeah. lying. <laughs> I yeah, have a phone. It's called internet. <laughs> the pool is closed. What are all these? What are all these people swimming in? Um, stuff like that. So you know, those are the things that bother me. I really, yeah, it's tacky if you wear your pajamas to breakfast and stuff like that. But like Bethany said. 
that stuff doesn't bother me. You do what you want to do with your own life. I was I was saying uh, on the work slack when Benji was talking about the luggage, the only time I would see the luggage really being a problem is if it's in a tight breakfast place and the luggage is like really blocking people's way and stuff like that. But if it's pretty empty, then, you know, bring your luggage to breakfast. I'm going to bring my luggage Which, to breakfast. Knowing if, him uh, staying at Holiday Inns and uh choice hotels it probably is a tight breakfast way they're always like these little nooks and there's like three tables and they're probably putting their luggage on empty seats all kinds of crazy stuff but yeah i thought that was weird another one a couple that bother me is like on red eye flights people that one talk like the whole time i feel like that's very rude it's oh that's that's a flag on the field that's yeah and then the ones that you know people that open their window while they're flying a red eye and then you get halfway through the flight and the sun comes up and you're like oh you're blinding me i was asleep but now i'm not and i understand some people get claustrophobic and kind of have to have it but just window open period for most of the flight it makes it hard to see screens and everything Uh, it always bothers me so whenever my son wants to roll it up i like push it down halfway so he has to like bend down and look out because i'm like i don't know you're gonna annoy everybody else i feel like if you want the window down you should get the window seat true i guess it is it, you know is they have right to it and then does the middle person have right to both armrests is that the way we should all probably do it? yeah it's, i it's feel like it's always seat. unknown until you get till you sit down which armrests are claimed as yours you know i always give the middle person both i try to at least but a lot of Me times too. it doesn't work that way i also take both if i'm in the middle so yes and spread out your jeans with your legs open. <laughs> Mansplay. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that prostate some air. Yeah, that <laughs> prostate's not going to air itself out. True, true, true. Uh, yeah, on next week's episode, to recline or not to recline in economy. You know, we'll get all we'll get all the hot topics. Yeah. But, well, uh, we'll... That doesn't bother me. I know it bothers a lot of people, but I, it, it, it has never really bothered me. Does it bother you guys when people recline in front of you? Not at all. It doesn't bother me. I I am cognizant if there's like someone really tall behind me, I probably won't recline. Um, In general, I don't recline as much anymore anyway. Uh, I've gotten used to not doing it. But, you know, sometimes the kids want to play around with reclining. Like, I just think it's not a big deal unless you have like a huge person. Yeah. um, If I were you, I always recline and I don't even recline the full way. It's just like a little bit just to get that angle so you can actually like rest back a bit. But I don't go like the hard push all the way back. So. So you go two centimeters instead yeah. of four <laughs> yeah exactly a generous exactly a generous i meet him halfway you know just one knee yeah. in the back that's all yeah there you go there you go joe what do you mean that you've gotten used to not reclining what is what why oh i don't know i just like um well i i've had back issues so sometimes like not reclining like makes it feel worse so you know i'll do that and then one thing that happened when we had kids is like <laughs> By the time like everything is settled, you're just so tired. You just kind of forgotten to recline or not recline your seat. So I just don't even bother. So it's just like, I don't know. When I was younger, as soon as we were up in the air, the first thing I would do is like I was I would always like immediately recline. Um, and then I just kind of stopped doing that. Not even on purpose, but, you know, I just kind of stopped. And so now I'm like, I'm pretty cool with it one way or the other. It's, it's just kind of whatever. It's, it's one of those whatever things. I'm, I joke about the four centimeters, but honestly, like at this point, it's so little that it makes a small difference. But I, I can I can live without it. I'm totally envisioning Joe now, like bringing a donut to sit on on the flight with a neck pillow, running across the tarmac to get his bag. That's that's what I. <laughs> you almost got it right. Um, I do not do squats, but I do lunges in the aisle. He's doing lunges as he gets back day. to his bag. Like yeah. yes. that's why they, everybody's lunges. staring at him because it took so long to get back. Like, who needs Soul Cycle? 
when you can do all these things at the airport. And his hammer pants. We don't need SoulCycle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, If you have travel grievances, there's a Facebook post on that already. A lot of people have already commented on that one. So check that out at the Milestone Memories Facebook page. All right. We're going to close things out here. It has been fun. Before we do that, of course, it is time for Rapid Fire. So let's start with our guest, Bethany. What is your Rapid Fire for the day? My rapid fire is, of course, something from Bougie Miles. It's a new post I did on uh, how to get Vegas resort fees waived in 2021. And I throw like a lot of shade at other YouTube people for not having any clue what they're actually talking about, except, of course, for Miles to Memories. So yeah, go to my YouTube channel, check it out. It's priceless. Does it uh, involve the type of pants that you wear? Is that how you uh, get them to waive the fees? Oh, of course. Yeah, that's what you do. You go up and you tell people like, here's a hot tip. You can buy these new pants and you can eat as much as you want. And they expand up to four sizes. So, you know, I should definitely not have to pay the resort fee. And that always works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have one more thing that drives me nuts. The travel bloggers who say this is what you should wear if you want a first class upgrade. Oh, I agree with that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Those articles are always ridiculous. Such nonsense. I love it. It's like the Uh, 80s. Just everything comes back again. Just rehashing the same old news articles. Yeah. What's your rapid fire, Mark? Yeah. So mine is City adding Choice Hotels as a transfer partner for the Thank You Points program. It's at a two to one rate or a one to two rate, I should say. So one Thank You Point to two Choice Points, which is pretty uh, good. It's better. You know, Amex is one to one. Capital One's going to be adding them soon. And that's at one to one. So twice as good, twice as fun. I think there's actually some value there if you're, you know, going to Europe, you know, Sweden, Denmark, that type of thing. There's a lot of choice hotel options in Venice. You can stay on the island with choice hotel, which a lot of programs don't have anything right there. You have to take the boat back and forth. So there are some sweet spots as well as they have a premium partnership hotels that Benji, I know, is writing up an article about uh, some ones that he's got his eye on. So there's some opportunity there. It's definitely niche. But, you know, more is better, I guess. I know Bethany has uh, some some shade to throw. I mean, just a little. It just seems like every time City makes a change, if it's not negative, it's so marginally positive that it just doesn't matter. So that's, that's it. Just, you know, the typical City, <laughs> city shade. How about you, Joe? Good save. Good save. <laughs> um, <laughs> my rapid fire is... Chase, I I just saw this as uh, we were logging on, but Chase has added this new top spend category on their Freedom Flex for quarter four, um, where you're going to also earn 5% cash back on up to $1,500 of purchases in your top spending category, including travel, dining, home improvement, groceries, but not Target and Walmart, drugstores, fitness clubs. So this is a nice bonus. And uh, another interesting thing that the article talks about is it'll be fun to find out whether this will stack with the other categories, whether it's the 3% categories or the 5% Q4 rotating bonus category. So go ahead and try those things out. But regardless, just having another $1,500 of 5X spend on your Freedom Flexes is really good. Um, So I've got some ideas of how I want to do that. So uh, yeah, check that article out. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Bethany, thank you again so much for coming on. Besides Bougie Miles, where can people find your stuff? Where can people connect with you? And also find your affiliate link for these pants. I actually don't have one. Free advertising. Big mistake. <laughs> I Big know, mistake. Right? Line up for Express need to do that. <laughs> affiliate program right now. 
<laughs> I'll do it right now. Uh, yeah, so it's just bougiemiles.com, bougie miles YouTube. And of course, you can always find me making fun of people not for travel mistakes on Twitter and, you know, in the Facebook group. Yes, she likes to humiliate everyone, <laughs> she but is, not for travel mistakes. She has a line. I mean, I'm 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 a nice person, you know. Like, <laughs> there's only so much I can make fun of people for. Every woman has a code, and Bethany's code is to make fun of everything except for your travel mistakes. Exactly. So, uh, what about you, Mark? You can find me on Twitter at Detroit Mark. Email me Mark at milestonememories.com. Join our Facebook group, our MTM Diamond Patreon group, if you want some extra podcasts and extra content as well as a cool group uh, that we go travel around the country and meet up and do all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, or comment on the articles. We'll get back to you there. How are you, Joe? You can find me at as Joe flies everywhere on social media, connect with me there for more episodes of this podcast, check us out on Apple podcasts and all those other places or at miles to slash podcast, or is it mtmpodcast.com? I don't know. Try both. Uh, I don't normally do this part. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Sean will be back next week, and we will talk about his resort stay on Mosquito Island. That's spelled with a K. I still think it's terrible branding, but what are you going to do? He seems like he had a lot of fun there with a bunch of dudes. And, uh, yeah, other than that, we will uh, talk to you all next week. Thank you again, Bethany, for I wonder, coming. I wonder Thank if you. the group of dudes talked about their prostates as much as we did on this podcast. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. There was there was one woman uh, blogger in, invited, right? Yeah. Sorry, I, I haven't been paying too much attention. Yeah, I believe so. so. The the token one. Okay. Should have been Bougie Miles. It, Just put uh, it out yeah, there. Yeah, you think? It's, <laughs> the title's in the name. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We will talk to you again next week. See ya. Bye. Bethany, what, were, what have you been up to uh, since we last talked to you? You were in Las Vegas. Anything interesting going on in your neck of the woods? Always interesting stuff going on here, but right now I am... I don't know. Is there anything interesting uh, going on in my life? <laughs> I guess we're bleeping out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't ready for that. All right, banter section over. Let's move nothing. on. All right. <laughs> Uh, if you have funny travel stories, big travel mistakes, let us know. If you're in our Patreon group, you know you can uh, leave a comment on the Facebook page, or uh, even if you're not, you know, leave a comment on the main Facebook page. We'd love to hear your travel mistakes. We all have these stories, and it's always fun to share. Mark, you should make a post or something. For that was uh, that was on. super smooth, Joe. <laughs> nice. There is a post. There is a post in the Facebook. Here, let's do this again. Um, I'll just say, uh, yeah, we have a, you know, I shared the article in our main Facebook group and uh, everybody sharing their, their travel grievances. Well, no, that's travel grievances. It's not the oops. Oh, crap. Okay. Not so, so say- easy, is it, Mark? <laughs> Dick.